If you're enjoying the show and you'd like to get more, maybe you want to get bonus episodes, maybe you want to get episodes early, maybe you'd like to join monthly video hangouts with me, Jeff, and other fans of the show, the way to find out how to do that is to go to patreon.com slash wehaveconcerns. Lord, it's so much candy. That's like that's like uh, November first. Yeah, <laughs> lots of candy. November. Sales. That's when I buy all my skeletons. <laughs> this is we have concerns. Hi, Jeff Canada. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. Do you have a good sense of smell, Jeff? I think I do not. I Same. think I, I very much do not. My wife's sense of smell sharp. Yeah, mine not so much. Which leads sometimes, to some issues. <laughs> sometimes you'll be like outside and she just like reaches down and grabs like a couple blades of grass. Yeah. Just yeah. licks them twice and yeah, it's like- she goes, mm, the horses have been through here. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, oh, that's is that because I'm literally standing in horse dung right now? <laughs> it's like, yeah, that should have been clue number one. Uh, here's the thing about the importance of sense of smell that I found in Nautilus. If you're not reading Nautilus, Nautilus is great. It's yeah. just this online, it's a science blog that goes into like a lot of really cool different things about the human experience. Yeah. Uh, every league under the sea. It, it's uh, mm-hmm. one page for every league under the sea, right? There's 10,000 pages. Well, wouldn't it be 20,000 20, pages? I guess, but that's if you're what- making, if you're, <laughs> trying to make a really labored 20,000 <laughs> leagues under the sea, like Jules Verne. Like if that's what you're doing, yeah. I don't know if that's what you're doing. No, I'm just saying. Because you haven't made it obvious enough yet. This, if you really <laughs> drive it home with like two more points, uh-huh. then I'll know and I can tell you whether you meant 20,000. My point was that the, this publication is, is doing a half-assed job. Aha! <laughs> Good save. Uh we tend to think of, and this is something we discussed in the fame in the now infamous Skittles episode. Yes. Sight and sound are the most important senses for us as humans. Smell does a lot, though. Smell does more than we think. Uh, And this is about people who are anosmic. Anosmia means they have no sense of smell. Is that common? It is not super common, but it it, it will be like a few million people in the States that have this. Do you think that is... a boon or a bust for life? Is that, is that, cause there's a lot of smells I wish I wouldn't smell, but then sure. of course we know how much flavor is impacted by smell. Well, this is a study that actually says people who have no sense of smell feel more isolated, oh. blame relationship troubles on their affliction and tend to have- If only I could smell you! Yeah, well, they tend to I have problems- I can't love what I can't smell! They tend to have problems with romantic, social, and sexual life. They wow. feel like they're observing from the outside more than people who aren't anosmic. Man. That's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, and I don't think I have a very good sense of smell. I think I have a terrible sense of smell. I, uh, yeah, me too. And I, I just think like maybe, um, I'm trying to think of like if I have- if I am emotionally robotic or if I don't, uh, <laughs> yeah. if, I, if that- I don't feel the ability to love, it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, they feel socially insecure, especially about their body odor more than other people. Well, that tracks, right? That makes a heck of a lot of sense. If you're just completely unaware, boy, I didn't really contextualize it that way. That, is a, that would be a huge thing if you're just completely unable to know mm-hmm. when you are being offensive to others. Yeah. Or if your sense of smell is so bad that all you smell is your own body odor because it's the closest 
most pungent smell around you, and right? And so you just, you just want to smell so, something, so, so you, you just believe, stink? Yeah, well, but you believe that no one else smells, but you do, because all you can right. smell is yourself. Yeah. Right? Uh, so this is something where they, they surveyed 500 people uh, about this. Um, they say that smell is important in social bonding. Uh, when a mom smells her newborn baby, the scent activates brain regions associated with nurturing behavior. Wow. Smells might also trigger brain activity linked with affection, compassion, and romantic love. So these anosmic people aren't able to love as deeply, like on a chemical level in their brains? That's the theory. I mean, when you think about, I mean, we've talked about how um, pheromones don't necessarily occur in humans, but they do occur in animals. Right. Uh, and so sense of smell was something that we evolved to have linked to our emotions. Hmm. Uh, when we smell, there have been studies that say when we smell sweat um, from somebody who was afraid or angry, right. we tend to be able to know that and become afraid or angry yeah. kind of sympathetically. Yeah. It's, it's, it is kind of a tool for emotional communication. Right. So these people who can't smell may be missing out on that. Man, that is wild. And you say that there's uh, a million or so. That's a pretty low percentage. It is, but check this out. We'd certainly test to see if a baby can hear, hear and see right. properly. We don't test sense of smell in children. We don't test sense wow. of smell when you go to the doctor. There yeah. is no doctor who is going to. There's no, part there's of your, no smelling smell chart. Yeah, is he doesn't whack you in smelling the knees? Ear chart, I guess it would be, and then whack you in the nose with the same hammer. <laughs> yeah, my doctor does, but my doctor hates me, <laughs> and has openly said so. Here's a, why are you smacking me in the face with the hammer? <laughs> it's like because I dislike you strongly. You are repugnant. <laughs> you're, but I'll tell you this: your reflexes are amazing. You know what? I would I would go to a different doctor, but. You're just so reasonable. I like him because he's a straight shooter. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think I'm going to win him over. I'm getting closer One of and closer. these days, I'll take that shot to the face and he'll just be like, you know what? I respect you now. One six month checkup <laughs> at a time. First, my dad and then him. They'll both love me. Yeah. I swear to God. Um, some estimates say that uh, uh, about a million to two million. Um, but if we actually tested for it, there may be tons more people. Not only that, but people who have uh, suffered brain injuries, viral attacks, Alzheimer's or Parkinson's. You could have a virus that takes out oh. your sense of smell in the middle of your life. A nose virus. A nose virus. Oh no. We all remember that that Hollywood movie. Nose virus? That got sold to Netflix immediately. <laughs> Starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson as your nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> What's the matter? I can't smell what I'm cooking anymore. <laughs> well done. I used to be well able done. to smell what I was cooking. <laughs> he loses all his powers. Well done. Um, <laughs> when that they might be my favorite joke you've ever made. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> that 100% tracks. So should I be worried about my son? Right now, I don't know if he can smell or not smell. I'll tell you this, Anthony. I walk into his room where he's just changed his diaper and I can barely stay upright because of the powerful odor. Well, we know that and you're yet, probably okay then. Yeah. Thank God. But my son shows no effect. He's like, he doesn't even, can't even tell that his room is a giant stink bomb. Uh, I think babies and the elderly just are kind of, they just kind of 
Just let Learn it happen. to be okay with it. Well, it's your own. They I may guess. not like it, but they're just kind of like, this is what it is. You let your, your own smells okay to you. I just figured out what my hand was. <laughs> I certainly can't use it to change my own diaper. That's right. But it, but it, yeah, but he's, there's no, there's no sense that it is, uh, an issue at right. all to him. Yeah. You know what I've always wondered, Anthony? Although babies do, I mean, they cry. It feels uncomfortable. Not- it probably smells uncomfortable too. You think? Yeah. But you can't communicate that. Yeah. Please change my diaper. This smell is killing me. Yeah. No, I mean, but they do cry. You know what I've always wondered? This is dumb, I admit, but does the smell of your own fecal matter smell okay to you because of some chemical property of it that is that you're in simpatico with? Or is it just the knowledge that it's yours that makes it okay to you? Is it your brain going, yeah, it's mine, I'm cool with it? Or is there something, some quality in, innate in it hmm. that makes it palatable to you and not to others? I think it's probably a mix. I think it's probably a mix of that, number one, it is it is yours. And so for whatever reason, it, it doesn't smell as bad to you. I also think because you know it's happening, it's like like how you filter out any other sort of sensory information. Yeah. Your brain is like, eh. I'm gonna. I I'm, I'm about to do this, so I know it's gonna happen. So I don't need to be like completely overwhelmed by this smell. Right. Whereas, like, if you walk into you know a room and it's somebody else's shit, you're like, oh god. Yeah. But if I shat could, in my living room, do you think if I could which somehow? Which is a normal reaction. Yeah. I mean, that part is normal. It was that horse. <laughs> it was, it was that secret horse that only your wife could find. <laughs> do you? If I could somehow convince myself that it was mine, do you think it would some instantly smell all right? If yeah, I maybe. could somehow like, like some brainwash sort of, myself into thinking that I did that. Yeah, like a power, like a power of will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? It's like the Urkel rule. You'll like, ha- did I do that? You'll have to try it next time with uh with Kylo's diaper. I will. I'll be like, I, I did. I this. pooped in the diaper. I shat this diaper. <laughs> yeah. And I'm proud of it. I'm gonna use the power of Urkel. Um one of the things that they found in this study that's very interesting is that anosmia tends to happen in the brain and not in the nose, not in any of ah. your olfactory sense. It's actually the olfactory bulb in your brain. When you, uh, when you do an MRI on somebody who's anosmic, uh, you'll see that they have a small or complete lack of olfactory bulb. Now, hmm. this is a chicken and egg thing, and a lot of stuff in these studies is, do they have a smaller olfactory bulb because they cannot smell? Right. Or can they not smell, smell because, because they have the smaller olfactory bulb? Which right. one came first? Although they do say that there doesn't seem to be anything wrong with most anosmic people's sense receptors. And is this is there data that says that this is uh, always from birth, or is it something that you can? No, it's like I said, it can be Alzheimer's, viral attack, oh, right. brain injury. Uh, you can be genetically predisposed to it. Right. Uh, it can be any number of things. But what I think is very interesting in, about this is because there's been so little study done about it. Uh, psychologists are also looking into this and researchers are also looking into this and saying like, well, do these people who feel like they are emotionally removed or somehow isolated because of their lack of sense of smell, is it because of that or is it just like anything else that we feel bad about ourselves about where we say, oh, people must not like me because of X, Y, and Z. I'm flawed. I'm flawed. There's this flaw that I hate about myself. Right. So clearly it's what's keeping me. Right from finding emotional connections. So how much of it is people saying, oh yeah, it's gotta be the fact that I can't, I have no sense of smell. There's something yeah. primal that I'm not connecting to with people. I mean, that's a chicken and egg thing too. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's like, 
am I unloved because I can't smell or, uh, you know, is it, is the fact that I can't smell mean I'm unloved? Yeah. Yeah. And of course the response to this from people who are anosmic, especially people who became anosmic later on in life is like, it's very easy to say when it hasn't happened to you. Yeah. It's yeah. very easy to say that, oh, they're, they're probably just feeling disconnected. It's probably an emotional thing. It's like, eh, no, I, I remember when I was able to smell yeah. and now I can't. And I definitely feel more removed from people. The thing that, that, boggles my mind about smell, the sense of smell, is that we, set, we tend to only pay attention to it when it is extremely potent, mm-hmm. but it's always playing a part in our lives at every moment, right? It is, we are, it is impacting us in every moment, but we really only pay attention to it when it is intense. And I don't know of any other sense like that. Like, you know, it's like, it's like if, if we only thought about the fact that we can hear when something was shouting at us or right. something. You know what I mean? It's like, you, you don't think about how, how things smell until they are intense. Yeah. It, it tends to be one of our background senses. I think smell and taste tend to be the two where we're like, Meh, right. I'm but good. We are, we are really, we are really smelling all the, I mean, I'm, I'm breathing through my nose every breath. Right. So I'm I'm taking in the odor of my surroundings at all times. I'm just not really processing it on a conscious level yeah. all the time. And I wonder how much of that is is that our sense of smell is weak and how much of it is that um that filtering again. Right. Like we don't need to take in all of this information all the time because we don't use it the way we used to and we don't use it the way the animals do. Yeah. Uh it's become something where it's like I need to I need to smell if something's burning. I need to smell if, like you said, my my baby has a dirty diaper, yeah, uh, and I'd I'd appreciate smelling some delicious fifty percent off chocolate, right? Uh, oh yeah, gotta have the that day 50% after Valentine's Day. You can smell the discount, mm-hmm. and it's the it's the sweetest smell of all yeah. the things in the chocolate. Because you got a nose for savings. I like a caramel sea salt fifty percent off. <laughs> That's my favorite kind. That's so good. It's the best kind of candy. <laughs> uh, and so now it becomes a question of how much more do we study this? How much do we lean into these sort of studies and this sort of hypothesis where yeah. people are disconnected because of anosmia? Uh, there is a charity called Fifth Sense hmm. and it is dedicated <laughs> That's funny. to those with taste and smell disorders because just like we're talking about, people don't find them to be very important. Huh. People don't think that we need what them day the, to day anymore. What does the charity do for those people? If I donated to Fifth Sense. Um, if you donated to Fifth Sense, what what would they do with my money? Uh, they get a they get some rose art scented markers <laughs> for everyone in need. I think. Yeah. And then the the they do the potato chip challenge, <laughs> the one chip challenge with people who have no uh, sense yeah. of taste, just so they can feel something. You know. Yeah. Just so they can be there. It's, it's just nice like, of them. See, the green smells like grass, and it's like, does it? I don't care. Does it? <laughs> I've got these markers all the way up my nostril. <laughs> this charity is underfunded. Uh, but no, they are funding studies like this one. They're funding research like this one where it's like, okay, let's bring in people with anosmia. Let's yeah. bring in people who have no sense of taste. Let's try to put programs in place where we can figure out how to test all the senses of every newborn instead of just the couple that we know we should. Imagine if an anosmic person married another anosmic person and they never had to shower again. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works. <laughs> they could just live in a sty. Yeah. In filth. 
well, be completely content. The scent thing is certainly the the first part of being dirty that yeah. I think people notice. Best part of being dirty. But there are there are other parts that affect other mm. senses. Yeah, about being dirty. That the time it would take for you to get to there, you'd mm. already just be living the dream. I go like four or five days between sometimes anyway. I know. And you're not even anosmic. I'm not and even your anosmic. Wife certainly isn't. No, she's very much the opposite of that. <laughs> and I'll get like, I'll get like three days in and she'll be like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> Do not lay next to me in bed. And I'm like, yeah. it doesn't matter. This is why I think I am not totally anosmic, but I think I'm up there. <laughs> That's why I don't care. You've been trying to give your wife a blunt force head trauma to try to just knock that uh, that olfactory bulb a little yeah, smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to bring back the old uh the old uh, hammer and chisel method. <laughs> <laughs> just get in the right spot. Yeah, just think. A little, little so much, tap, and then we're both happy. Is, honey, this is, you'll be so much happier with me if mm-hmm. you just can't smell anymore. It was true at the turn of the century. <laughs> I guess the turn of the last century. Well, if it was true at the turn of this century, yeah, I would be, I would be real worried. <laughs> I keep forgetting. In certain places. In certain places, maybe. I don't know. I hope <laughs> like not. Like your basement. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking about watching the Nick. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I think this is very interesting, and I would like to know- Fascinating. How many people listening consider themselves to have good senses of smell? Yeah. How many of them consider themselves to have poor senses of smell? And whether they think that has affected them in their lives. I would also love to know whether you think being anosmic would be a good thing or a, or a horror thing. I have a feeling I am somewhere low on the scale of sense of smell. And I would be interested. I would be interested to know if that is connected to things like isolation and like, just like the desire yeah. to be alone and like less emotional connection. Cause I yeah. do also tend to be on like the less social end of the scale. Yeah. I don't know. I, I wonder be- how much of that is misdiagnosed. Like people who go to therapy and have all these feelings and no one ever asks, can you smell? Can you smell me? <laughs> have you thought about That's that? Crazy. Uh, let us know on Twitter. I'm at a Carboni. I'm at Jeff Canada. And you can hashtag those. Smell virus. There you go. It was, it was there all along. <laughs> uh, and hey, if you have not yet, why not go check out our Facebook group oh, where you can find Facebook other group. stories like this? So many people posting stories, talking about stories, talking about the show. We got every episode has its own little posting that you can discuss things there. Facebook is this thing that it's really catching on, Anthony. I, I think it might. And if you're not a Facebook person, we also have a Reddit group for you. Uh, you can go to facebook.com slash groups slash we have concerns or we have concerns dot reddit.com and hang out. 